So you're a podcast listener. That's obvious, isn't it? Because you're listening to this podcast and you probably listen to others. But the question is, have you thought about launching your own business podcast and then, you know, sustaining it? Well, this is what I'm going to share with you in this particular episode, how to launch and sustain a business podcast. Hello everybody, this is Trevor Lee and this is episode 221 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Now, today I'm going to talk about podcasts and how to do podcasting, how to launch and sustain your business podcast, your own one, because podcasting is a growing medium. You're listening to this, you probably listen to others as well, and there are millions of people like you listening to business podcasts and all podcasts generally. So what brought about this? Well, um, it's just finished. Last week was the uh, local festival of business week where I live in Cornwall in the southwest in the UK. And I thought I would contribute to, the, to it, you know. So I did a, I run a couple of sessions and one of them was how to launch and sustain a business podcast. Now here in Cornwall, we're not that advanced in podcasting. It's a, it's a term that people rarely use when I have conversations with them. In fact, I still meet a lot of people in the business world when I say, oh, I've got a podcast, and they go, oh, I don't, I don't know, I've heard of podcasts, what do they do? <laughs> so <laughs> there's a little bit of catching up to do on that basis. But I did a session and I thought, you know, I would share it with you. So that's what I'm going to do today. It's about 10, 15 minutes, and it'll just give you a flavour if you're thinking of launching your own podcast, because this is how I launch mine. I started listening to other people's podcasts in the way you're listening to this one today. And then I thought, right, why don't I go off and launch my own? So I'll tell you a little bit of the story as to how how I managed to do that and how I did that. Now, before I do that, a couple of reminders for you. Now, if you need help during a, you know, delivering a presentation, if you've got a presentation to do or a pitch to do and it's coming up and it's a really important one, or indeed anyone, it could be your first one. And it could be that you're still thinking, oh, I don't really want to do this, Trevor. I'm still don't feeling confident about doing a presentation. Then, you know, if you want some resources and you want some help, then just go to my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. And on there, you'll find tons of stuff, as well as, of course, on this podcast that will help you deliver that great presentation, you know, all and give you the confidence to do it. So I've got loads of stuff on the website. Just click on the presentation or presentation training and you'll find all sorts of stuff to give you lots of tips and hints and ideas, including my seven P's of presenting model. And I think on the front page of the website, there are four tips, to, four key tips to help you deliver a great presentation. And the seven P's of presenting model is there as well. So check that out. It's free to result, free to use. Now, if you then decide you want some help, then of course you can find out about my personal one-to-one coaching. I'm doing 45, 60 minute, 75 minute sessions online, as well as group training courses as well. So if your team needs a refresher on how to deliver presentation training, we can do that. Or if you'd like an extended online program in particular, one where we run it over maybe one hour sessions for three or four weeks. These are the sessions that are really in demand now because people realize that if you come in and you do a half day or a full day's training, whether that's sales training or presentation training, it doesn't really work anymore. You've got great impact on the day, but then it quickly, that momentum is lost. So I've changed my model now. So my model is largely online. It works really well because people come in from all over the place for an hour with a company. So you've got people scattered all around the country or the world. You can bring them all in on the same session. And then we do another session the following week and another the following week. So by the time we've done three or four sessions, 
It really does stick home, I think. And all my training is supported by a mini ebook which contains all the keynotes. It's not 40 pages long, it's about 10. So you're at a glance, you've got all the key points that I'll be raising. And I've got a 10-minute video as well that I create bespokely for each session, which is a summary of the highlight points. It's a voiceover screen video. So I'll go through the key points in about 10 or 12 minutes. And then any of your team can go back in and look at the video and get all the key points. So that's the kind of package, and there'll be a checklist or two thrown in as well. Now, don't forget also, if you would uh, like a copy of my book, you can still get a copy of my book, 12 Business Lessons from Running an Ultramarathon, which was all about my 44-mile uh, coastal path ultramarathon last year to celebrate a landmark birthday. The book came out at the end of last year, beginning of this year. I've still got some copies I'm happy to give away to listeners in return for leaving a review. Simple as that. So if you leave a review for this podcast, which you can do on your podcast app, then just screenshot it and then send it to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. Just a screenshot of the review. Include your name and mailing address because this is a real book. This is not an e-book. Okay, this is a real book and I'll inscribe it for you as well and I'll post it out to you wherever you happen to be in the world. So do that that would be great. And of course, if you're an event organizer or you've got an in-house you know, event coming up and you're looking for an inspirational speaker, either online or in person, then you know, give me a shout and think about that as well. Because I can do the 12 business lessons from running an ultramarathon. I can pick four or five of them, depending on how long you want me to speak for. Okay, Or if you want me to come along and deliver a session on how to deliver great presentations and win more sales pitches. That's the other thing I do. I speak at, at events. Right, that's enough, that's enough about all the stuff that I'm doing. So let's, uh, let's get on and let's find out how you can launch and sustain a business podcast. So why should you think about launching and indeed then, of course, clearly sustaining a business podcast? And the, and the reason I mention sustaining is because I understand and I've heard this figure mentioned several times is that most people get to seven podcasts and then that's it. So the vast majority just don't get past the seventh episode. So it's really important that you do that. I'll share a few tips and ideas how to do that. So what about podcasting? Well, clearly you're a listener, so I don't need to convert you to the benefits of podcast listening. But I recently read a piece of analysis work by a company called Enders Media and a guy called Tom Standen Jewell said that we are on the cusp of a golden age for podcasts. Listening time is up, diversity of audience is up, younger listeners are up. And indeed, I know a lot of you are in a listen, you know, listening in from America, and 80 million Americans apparently tune in to listen to a podcast once a week. And of course, we all know, you know, I don't need to tell you this, that it is a great opportunity for business learning on the go. So I don't know where you listen to this podcast, whether it's on your commute or in the gym or when you're relaxing or when you've got, you know, when you're in your office or working from home. But we do know that there is a great, great opportunity to, you know, to learn a huge amount about podcasting. So, you know, two people I'll give a quick shout out, really, or two shows I'll give a quick shout out for me, because I got into podcasting. The first, one of the very first podcasts I listened to was is called the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian Neal and Bill Kasky. Now, if you're listening to my podcast because you're wanting sales and presentation tips, and you're looking particularly for more sales tips, then tune in to Bill and Brian, Advanced Selling Podcast, every Monday. There's over 700 episodes in their podcast library to go for. So pick those out. Those are great guys, and I, I listen to them every Monday. And then a guy called Pete Matthew. Now, Pete is a, does a personal uh, personal finance podcast, and he's based here in Cornwall, where I am, 
uh, down in the Penzance area, and I, I stumbled across Pete many years ago listening to him on somebody else's podcast, and he said he was from Penzance, and I didn't know anybody anywhere near me did podcasts. And I got in touch with Pete, and Pete basically guided me through how to get onto podcasting. So one of the top tips I would give you is latch on to someone who's already doing podcasting and can be a mentor for you. You know, and again, I'll be saying at the end of this, if you, you know, if you're a listener of this podcast and you want advice about your own podcast, then always drop me a note, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to offer my advice, like Pete offered me his advice, okay? And it really worked for me. So having a mentor is is a great thing. So let's have a think about why podcasting. Well, some of you may have heard um, a few episodes ago. In fact, it was episode number, let me uh, let me check it out in my book here, episode with Parantha Sibal from a company called Pickal. And Parantha came on the podcast a few weeks ago. In fact, April the 18th, episode 212. And she talked about things about a business podcast. And so really, part of what I'm doing today is following up on that. But if you go onto the Pickal website, you'll, you'll find six great reasons for why you should launch a business podcast. And I'm going to share those with you. And Pickal, they're based in Singapore. They can, they're a podcast agency, so they can really help you get going. And have a listen to Parantha's episode as well, 212, because it was really great stuff. But some of the things that you know she mentioned and that other people talk about are, you know, you can build your brand awareness, your credibility and your authority. And I know that from personal experience because, you know, I've got people, you know, wanting to be on this podcast from all around the world and agencies contact me and all that sort of stuff. So I'm assuming that means I must have some credibility and authority and brand awareness. And it will generate demand for you. You know, I've heard, you know, I've picked up, you know, people have come to me for presentation coaching, for sales training and all this sort of stuff on the back of hearing me on the podcast. So it does work in terms of, you know, you're sharing your expertise, you are generating demand for your services. And of course, it strengthens your omni-channel experience, doesn't it? You know, you know, in terms of your marketing mix, because that's what it is. A podcast is part of the communication mix, isn't it? And it's a way of engaging and retaining your existing customers. It's a way of talking to your existing team, you know, your internal team if you're a big organization. And, you know, maybe sometime in the future it can be an alternative revenue stream as well. The New York Times makes four, has got four million listeners a week, makes $36 million a year from its podcast. So <laughs> I'm sure you and I are not quite in that realm at the moment, but who knows going forward. Now, one of the things about a podcast, of course, is uh, which, is, which is what I try and do with this podcast, is that I try and follow the four golden rules that I have when I work with people on presentations. So whenever I work with somebody on a presentation, I say, okay, the presentation has to engage the audience, has to educate them, enthuse them, and to a degree entertain them. And I think those four apply to a podcast as well. Because if I don't engage you, you're going to switch off. If I don't educate you, in other words, tell you stuff you don't know, you're going to think, well, I know all this already, Trevor. No point in carrying on listening. And if I don't enthuse you, you know, you think, oh, I could use that. You know, let me take that tip and let me use that. And then, of course, I want to entertain you as well because, you know, you know, we don't, you know, sit there listening to me going, oh, well, this is how my podcast is going to work today, folks. You're going to be really excited. So, you know, I try and put a bit of humor and a bit of pace in there as well. And you'll know that when I'm in, you know, when I'm in, you know, engaging with my guests, I try and make sure that we have a bit of banter if we can, but we don't go on too long. It's all fast paced, that sort of thing. So what do you need if you're going to do a, a podcast? Well, you need some content, obviously. And clearly the content comes from your expertise. That's the obvious route to go. This is why I, my podcast is about presentations and sales. Those are my areas of expertise. That's what I spend my time helping people with. So, you know, you've all got areas of expertise, you know, you have, just think about it. You know, whatever job you're in, you've got an area of expertise. 
Um, you need good guests, don't you? I mean, I went 80 episodes, I think, without any guests or maybe one or two. And then, uh, you know, the pandemic came along. I started recording on Zoom, getting guests. And, you know, you've got to get great guests. But one of the things I've joined is a thing called Podmatch. And Podmatch puts you in touch with people, you know. And also now, as I say, I'm in the fortunate position where I've got agencies coming to see me as well. Not coming to see me, but contacting me and saying, hey, I've got a great guest for you, Trevor, and giving me some details of people. So I'm lucky that the vast majority of people I get on the show are experienced podcast guests. Um, and I don't have to go knocking on doors asking for people to be guests. So, But, you know, it does, it does make a difference if you've got great guests. So great guests, you know, they add value. They're interesting. They've got good audience rapport. Um, they, you know, they've got good quality audio. And hopefully they will promote your podcast episode as well. And one of the things that I did, uh, fair, well, in the last, I don't know, 18 months or so, I didn't do it to start with, but I've latched onto it. I worked with a, uh, a business student um, who, who, you know, was uh, looking for work experience, work placement, and uh, he came up with a couple of great ideas to help me, you know, help me get my podcast more efficient. And one of those was to use Calendly. Now, I'm sure many of you listening to this will be aware of Calendly, but I use it to book podcast guests on the show. If you don't know about it, have a look at it. It's a great way of booking meetings. If you, Even if you're don't, not doing a podcast, if you're doing meetings, which I suspect most of you are, look up Calendly. It, transformation, you know, as far as my meetings go. You know, none of this, oh, can you do Thursday at 3 or then all this email to and fro in. You can use it for meetings, demos, whatever you want to do, in-person, phone calls. You set it up, Zoom meetings. I use it for Zoom meetings primarily, but whatever you want to do. It's a great system. Have a look at it. Um, it, re- it works really, really well. And then people say to me, well, what about recording kit, Trevor? Do I need to spend a fortune on recording kit? Well, I don't think you do to start with. You know, I certainly didn't in the early days. I do now. I've got, the, you know, I'm recording this on a Rode Procaster console you know, which is about 500 pounds. I don't know what that is in dollars. What's that, $600, something like that? Um, a microphone is good, though. Use a microphone. So if you're going to record your podcast on your laptop or even even on your um, on your phone, just think about using an external microphone, a, a simple plug-in USB microphone. I use Audio-Technica microphones, uh, but you, there are loads out there, and, you know, they're not massively expensive. You know, $30, $40 will get you a decent microphone. And then you might want to use headphones because I use headphones when I'm recording, mainly because then I can hear the quality of the audio of the person that I'm recording with. I'm recording, I'm using headphones now when I'm recording this on my own, just so I can hear the quality of my audio to make sure that I can see it. I'm watching it on the console, but I can also hear it as well. So recording kit, you don't have to spend a fortune to get going. And then you'll need to do some editing and producing. So I use a program called Hindenburg. Okay, and uh, Hindenburg is is really good. I think I may I pay you know some sort of annual fee. It's not mega bucks. Uh, I think I should pay an annual fee, or maybe I just bought a license in the first place. I can't remember, but it wasn't mega bucks. I use the journalist version of Hindenburg, and uh, all I then do. So, for example, now I'm recording this on the Procaster Studio. That will create an audio file. I will then uh, drag that. So I've got my Hindenburg template set up, and that's where I've got all the music bits in line. And as you will know only from this podcast already, you've heard three already different audio bits. My pre-introduction when I said, hey, have you thought about launching? And then went to music and then the intro bit. This is episode, This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 221, whatever it was. 
and then the music so that's two separate recordings and then this recording and then I'll do an outro as well and that's the usual four bits that I do for my podcast and if I was with a guest then the middle bit you're listening to now will be the guest bit so I put all that onto Hindenburg it's very easy to do crikey I'm no IT wizzo by any stretch of the imagination and I find it relatively easy to do that and what I what I tend to do is you will have noticed from listening to my podcast I don't do a lot of you know tight editing you know, I had uh, when Ruben Schwartz came on recently, uh, his dog started barking halfway through. So I edited that out. But normally I wouldn't bother to edit it, mainly because I don't listen, like listening to my own voice, I okay, guess most people don't. All right, you've got to get over that when you're a podcaster. Um, but secondly, if you take every um and ah out, it begins to sound a little bit unauthentic. Okay, so don't, you know, don't get carried away. Don't get too obsessed with making it absolutely perfect because it won't feel real if you make it perfect. So what about timing? Well, you'll know that most of my podcasts are around about 20, 25 minutes, and I would advise you to do the same. And maybe with your first few episodes, make it 15 to 20 minutes, because you don't want to go too, too on, on too long, because if you're, you know, you're going after a new audience, and they're making a decision about whether to tune in next time. Okay, so make sure that you do a podcast that you know is not too long, they can get their heads around, and they look forward to the next episode. So if your first episode is 40 minutes, that's a bit of a challenge for your audience and you might not get them through to the end where you're saying, hey, don't forget to tune in next time and subscribe and all that sort of stuff as well. And then I, uh, you need to host it somewhere. And I use an organization called Buzzsprout. I think I pay $12 a month. And for $12, I put the, they host it for me and then they spill it out to all the directories. So that's why it's on Spotify and uh, Podcast Addict and Google Podcasts and Apple Music and Amazon and Alexia and all those sort of things. It all goes directly from Buzzsprout. I do absolutely nothing. All I do is load it onto Buzzsprout, which does takes a few minutes, really, well, even less than that. And then I put the show notes in as well. So show notes are about three, four hundred words, maybe describing your podcast and what it's about. So people can use that. And it's good for search engines. Show notes are good for search engines as well. And then the last couple of things, really, you need a bit of artwork. You know, you'll see my kind of logo thing there, Better Presentations, More Sales Podcast. If you've listened to this podcast right from the get-go, you'll know this is the third piece of artwork I've had in 221 episodes. I had a couple of name changes early on as well. But, you know, get a nice piece of artwork, you know, and artwork's very subjective. So people say, oh, your artwork's rubbish, Trevor, your artwork's great, you know. But nevertheless, make it professional looking and make sure it's the dimensions that are required for if you're using Buzzsprout. And it's all on there. All the information's on there about what dimensions you have. Uh, but do plan ahead. You know, one of the things I was told is record you know, three or four episodes before you get going. Okay, so you've got some stock. Because particularly if you're trying to hit that weekly frequency, this podcast comes out at 7 a.m. British time every Monday. So try and hit that frequency. It does make a difference, you know, because I know that looking at the stats, I get a lot of downloads in the first sort of, you know, four or five hours or the first day of the podcast coming out because everybody knows that's when it's coming out. Um, so plan ahead and make sure that happens. And then finally, you know, try and promote it as well. So maybe have a pa- I've got a page on my website where all my podcasts are listed. Um, you can, you know, promote it in, in amongst your team. If you work for a big organization, you put it on your social media feed, you send it to your mailing list. And of course, ask your guests to promote it as well. So if I was going to summarize, you know, the, if you want to launch and sustain a business podcast, then Think about the valuable content that you're going to share. You've got a lot of expertise, you know, so that's what you probably want to be thinking about sharing. Make sure your audio quality is good at your end and both with the guests. Be consistent in your frequency if you can. That makes a big difference. 
And, you know, you have to be relentless in the way you promote it, particularly in the early days, you know, to get it out there. But don't get obsessed with downloads, okay? Don't get obsessed with downloads. I read somewhere recently that in the business sector, you know, um, I think only half of the podcasts get more than 25 downloads. So don't get obsessed with downloads. In the business-to-business sector, you know, it's not mega mega numbers. You're not going to get a million downloads, okay? (laughs) But if you get into three figures, then you're doing pretty good, okay? So that would, you know, that's something to aim for. And don't forget, you know, somebody once said to me, you know, if I said, oh, you know, that episode, you know, only only had two or three hundred downloads. And someone said to me, yeah, but Trevor, listen, imagine this. Imagine if you were, you know, sharing that episode in in real, in real life terms, and you were in a hall or an event venue, and there were two or three hundred people there from all around the world who'd come to listen to you for half an hour, speaking about whatever the subject of the episode was. And when you put it in those terms, you realise how what a powerful tool it is. So there we go. That's how to launch and sustain a business podcast. I hope you've got something from that. I'll put some. I'll put these notes in the show notes as a reminder. All the key points that I've mentioned now, I'll put in the show notes so you can pick them up from there as well. So anyway, that's the end of this episode. I've got a great lady coming up on the next episode and uh, she's going to share some stuff about voice when you're doing a presentation. Okay, She's a voice expert and the vo- our voice is so important, particularly you know, when we're speaking and doing a presentation and particularly when we're doing it online. you know. So you're going to really enjoy that and then I've got other guests lined up as well. So have a great, uh, great rest of the day, rest of the week as they say. Why did I say that? I never normally say that. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. Don't forget, if you want to leave a review, that would be absolutely marvellous. And if you want to get a reward for leaving a review, then just take a screenshot of your review. Send it to me at podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. That's podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. L-double-E for the lee bit. And include your name and address because I'll send you a real proper copy of the book. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time.